Hi, and welcome to A Moment with Christ. My name is Ismael. Thanks for joining. Let's begin in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, we give you thanks and praise God. We give you praise, Jesus, for all that you do for us and for the healings that are happening. We pray for the souls that are going to the rest. And Father, we just ask you to just heal the world and just cover us with a blanket of patience, Father. May we just learn to just continue to wait things out until everything is just right. I know that this is the reasons why we're in what we're in today. But Father, just please have mercy on us. We ask this through your Son, Jesus. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. How do we remove the scales from my eyes and begin to see with faith to receive the body and blood of Christ? Today's reflection is based on the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 9, verses 1 through 20, Psalm 117, and the Gospel of John, verse chapter 6, verses 52 through 59. In today's first reading, we read of Saul. Now remember, Saul has been hired on by the Pharisees, but he's heading to Damascus. He asked for, for, for papers to just head to Damascus and find people who are followers there because he's heard of them. And these followers of the new way, this is what we're calling the new universal church that Jesus left and bestowed upon the apostles with Peter leading the way. On his journey, Christ flashes on his journey. Now, this is Saul's journey, okay? On Saul's journey, Christ flashes a bright light, and Saul falls off his horse. And then he asks, Why, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And then Saul is asking, Who, who is this? Who's the voice? And Jesus identifies himself. But you see, at that moment, Saul is blinded. And he's, and he's, you know, literally just probably, I mean, if it was me, I would be totally shocked, freaking out, right? Why can't I see now? I was seeing just good moments ago. But Jesus identifies himself at that moment that Saul was blinded. And he's instructed as he's going to Damascus to wait for to wait there in Damascus and someone will come and talk to him. When we are not in our righteous path, and knowingly sin and hurt others with lies, with hurtful agendas. We too are persecuting Christ when we knowingly walk away from his church to seek him elsewhere because of false happiness, because we're lured into finding, or we're just lost because no one has been there, but we leave what we have started. We persecute him as well. When we lose the time available to learn about the Trinity, or teach our children or grandchildren, each other and in the community outside of the church, we too persecute Christ. The reluctance to return home, to pray, to do what is right, to ignore God, that reluctance becomes the scales over our eyes of faith. We do not see what we see because we choose not to see. That's a lot. Saul, while waiting in Damascus, is in prayer via, via these visions that he's receiving from Christ. And he sees what Christ has gone through and why he was sent to the world. When Aeneas comes to Saul and restores Saul's sight, Saul begins at that moment his conversion and then he receives his baptism. Here we will see in the coming days how Saul's conversion changes him. But notice how Jesus chooses Saul a sinner, a murderer, 
the very man who despised Jesus without even knowing Jesus. How many of us are that way? We speak wrong of him if we and not of Jesus, but we speak wrong of people or form judgmental thoughts and feelings of that someone. And we've never met that individual. I know I've felt to that many years ago, all based on hearsay. We don't even know the person, but because we know our friend or our friend's friend or because such and such knew so-and-so and they said, and that's gospel, right? The chief priests in this case did that hearsay along with the elders, but they did it because they wanted to spread the hatred to minimize this new movement for Jesus because they were in fear to lose their properties, their monies, stuff that Caesar was giving them. Jesus calls the sinner. He calls the persecutor. He calls the soul in all of us. He calls us to his church. The regular person that lives by reaction, reaction to spontaneous thoughts. The one who lives in anger, the gossiper, the hater, the person that's always jealous. He calls on that lazy one who does not like to go to church when the church was open, mind you. <laughs> But he calls the lazy parents, right? The lazy father, the lazy mother. He calls all people. And we are not perfect people. God knows. But we are the perfect chosen persons for Jesus. And it's not too late to exercise our free will to return home to the universal church, the Catholic church. This, my friends, is where I feel we find Jesus this is where he finds him now. He tells us in the gospel today the body and, about his body and blood, giving us eternal life, where we have the blessing to receive Jesus, where we become in Jesus and Jesus in us through this bread and blood, the bread of eternal life. This bread will live in each of us every week and cause the scales to be removed from our eyes and see who we could not see, who's been there all along, Jesus the Christ. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John chapter 6, verses 52 through 59. The Jews quarreled among themselves, saying, How can this man give us flesh to eat? Jesus said to them, Amen, I say to you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you do not have life within you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life. I will raise him on the last day. For my flesh is true food, and my blood is the true drink. Whoever eats of my flesh and drinks of my blood remains in me and I in him, just as the living Father sent me. I have life because of the Father. So also the one who feeds on me will have life because of me. This is the bread that came down from heaven. Unlike your ancestors who ate and still died, whoever eats this bread will live forever. These things he said while teaching in the synagogue of Capernaum. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So when we return home, we know that the body and blood is the true body and blood of Christ. 
And it is in this that God sends us to Jesus, remember? And Jesus goes to the Father for us. And we remain in the Son because of his body and blood. Jesus, through the words of the Father and through prayer, I see the vision of you, the crucified Jesus, who endured the world's sins so that we could live forever. Allow us to receive your body and blood so that we may have eternal life. Amen. Have a blessed day, sisters and brothers. May God bless us all in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen.